0: From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management
1: Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. We've been talking heat injuries. The heat are all banged up again. Greg Sylvander of Five Reasons Sports tweeted that sources tell him that if this was the regular season for the five Heat starters, including the sixth man, wouldn't be playing tonight. They'd be out. But instead, Kyle Lowry going to start, even though he can't walk. The video that Will Manso put out of him getting off the bus yesterday, I mean, he legitimately can't move. We compared it to uh, to, to Forrest Gump wearing the leg braces, just swinging his legs around. Uh, Jimmy Butler wouldn't play. Uh, Max Strews wouldn't play, and P.J. Tucker wouldn't play. Neither would Tyler Hero. Yeah, it looks like they're all available. Hero still wait and see with the groin, but the other four are definitely playing. Kyle Lowry is going to start. That has been confirmed by Eric Spolster. No changes to the starting lineup. And so that's what the Heat are rolling with. That is what the Heat are rolling with tonight. I think
2: if you took a poll on who fans would want to start more, Lowry or Gabe Vincent.
1: I think probably Gabe Vincent, right? I
2: think the polls would swing Vincent's way. Because Gabe Vincent can walk.
1: And yeah. it is clear that Kyle Lowry it brings you nothing offensively, at right. least from a scoring perspective, because he can't move. So I don't like the fact that he's starting, but we'll see. I would have a feeling, though, that he's on a pretty significant leash. Uh, is it, the, the, the mere sight of him starting to pull up or pull up lame on that hamstring or grip at that hamstring, and you got to go to Gabe Vincent. You have to. So we've been talking a lot about the heat injuries, but what about you? When you're injured, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Well, you need to see an expert in the field, and that is where Baptist Health Orthopedic Care comes into play. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. We're talking elite level here. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho care to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments and technology, providing advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. They do it all. Visit baptisthealth.net. Slash ortho care. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. That's Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Brian Scalabrini was on Jim Rome earlier this week. I believe it was Wednesday, former Celtic. And he was involved in a conversation about gutting it through injury. How come guys take so much time in the NBA. How come guys sit for nagging injuries? How come some guys don't sit, uh, don't play back to backs if they're feeling soreness? And I still think there's this old school mentality of go out there and suck it up, play, man, be a man, man. Like that's the the mentality we're always going to go to, right? But Brian Scalabrini made a great point about trying to play injured in. This NBA, and I know that uh, James Worthy was on ninety-seven one uh, in uh, LA yesterday, saying that that NBA players all they do is uh, they they tweet and get tattoos. But that's the old school mindset that I'm talking about. That there's no toughness there. Brian Scalabrini had the most well thought out, the most well versed explanation about why NBA players sometimes take the time they do or sometimes decide not to give it a go and maybe 20 years ago they'd certainly grit their teeth and try and play here's brian scalabrini jim rome back on wednesday
0: you had a really nice career,
3: and you were a really nice player. But what you don't do is sit around talking about how the game was so much better when you played or explain the game through that lens, like when I played the game. I mean, it's not like you've been retired for a long time. What is the biggest difference then overall between the game now versus when you played? Yeah, you know, a uh, skill level, it's, and it's true, and it's across the board. You know, like even right now, I'm, I'm sure you maybe have asked a question to somebody about injuries. Well, I know a long time ago there were three guys on the court that couldn't play a lick. They could shoot, but they couldn't like they couldn't break you down. Their skill level wasn't at a high level. They couldn't shoot the ball from three and drive to the paint. So think about that from a defensive standpoint. You got a you got an ailing knee or a sore ankle, you're gonna get exposed nowadays because the skill level is absolutely off the chart. The decision making, like the passing and everything like that, is off the chart. So it's almost better to sit out when you're if you're going to be out there limping around but let's go back to the 90s like there's the, the game was slow and at when when a game is slow if you've got an ailing knee you can kind of like sit down guard not have to move that much nowadays you to in rotation, you're going to be tested and i think a lot of these guys think well why would i want two games where i'm below average where i could sit out someone else can play and they could be at a high level And then another guy, I mean, then I can come back the following day and be a whole lot better. So the game is so different now. It's so much faster. You have to cover so much more ground than you used to back in the day. Helping a guy on a drive and building out to a knockdown shooter who then could also deck the ball and drive you, that's not easy to do. And if you're sore, sore back, sore knee, sore ankle, it's going to be tough for you to be out there.
1: Yeah, the concept of a a 90s version of a motion offense – and what emotion offense is in the modern day NBA, it's like a different game. Oh, yeah. It's a completely different game. That's the most clear explanation I've ever heard about why you can't mess around with injuries, even minor ones in this NBA, and why it's just sort of a luck game at this point. Because it could be in the Eastern Conference Finals back in 1993, Bill Cartwright has a sore foot. Stacy Stacey King has a sore foot, but it's okay because the the Bulls are going to be able to uh, shut down the uh, the paint area from rim to about 20 feet out. And let's not forget, the three-point shot was not nearly what it is today. There was not unlimited range like so many NBA players have today, so you're not having to extend the defense. You're not going to have to exert that foot as much as you do now. yeah, Especially with bigs that can step back and pop threes on you. It's just not feasible any longer. That's why the Heat are in such trouble right now, because even nagging injuries absolutely matter, because that ball is just flying around the perimeter, inside out, drive and kick, pick and roll. It's such a different game from the 90s, even from the early 2000s, even from The 2010s, the game is different. Everything is so fluid. Everything is so fast-paced. If you have a lingering hamstring or a lingering ankle injury, you're already putting your team behind. Because as Brian Scalabrini said, you can't hit your spot. You can't get in front of the ball. The only uh, solution you potentially have is to go to a zone. But what happens if Jason Tatum backs up from 31 feet and starts popping? There's no defense for that in the zone. You get extended, then the interior breaks down, and Al Horford's dunking on you. So that's the tough part. The older generation, they want to sit there and say, ah, oh, these guys aren't tough. But when the reality is, no, you're a detriment if you're injured in the NBA. If you're ailing an alien ankle, imagine
2: following Steph Curry around the court, coming off screens left and right. Just the way he runs from one corner to the other, from to the top of the key to death. How, how are you going to follow
1: that? Right. And it's not possible, which is why Duncan Robinson was such a problem in the bubble because he was constant movement. He was coming off screens. He was running the baseline. This year, he does the same things. He just doesn't hit the threes. But that's why he would be, be such an advantageous weapon because he's the one-distance shooter now on this Heat team that still is capable of running off a screen. But he has no confidence. So this is where the Heat are in so much trouble. One injury would be enough let alone 5
2: imagine Jabari knowing somebody is got a banged up knee a banged up foot and he you can't jump with him right it's just dribble drive like that's just a different part of the game because you just can't levitate the way he does just that simple so for some of you
1: wondering why Jimmy doesn't look right even though he's not on the injury report or how come Kyle Lowry is looking so terrible what's going on with Max Struz over oh, his last 16 These things matter. Even minor injuries matter. The Heat don't want to talk about it, but it has to be pointed out. We're not going to make an excuse because the Heat aren't making an excuse. But again, in the the post-mortem to this season, that's going to matter. And Brian Scalabrini laid it out perfectly. Why in the NBA, if you get lucky and stay healthy, you're in great shape. And the Warriors, uh, injury, bad uh, karma, I suppose, struck them for like three straight years. And now, it's all come full circle, and they're healthy, and they're able to execute at a high level. Uh, The Celtics have largely stayed healthy. They had one Marcus Smart issue continuing, Rob Williams for a game. Other than that, they've been pretty healthy, and the Heat just unfortunately have hit a patch of bad luck, and it's really been a detriment. And they're going to have to come up with one hell of a brave performance tonight to even compete in this game. But it comes down to... Don't sit there and say they're not tough. Tyler Hero's not tough. Kyle Lowry's not tough. Jimmy Butler's not tough. If you suffered those injuries and had to go out and guard a Jason Tatum from 37 feet and in, or Jalen Brown from 37 feet and in, even if Jalen Brown's purposely trying to hand you the ball because he can't dribble, it's still very, very difficult. Very, very difficult. And this is not the NBA that you grew up with in the 90s, or the NBA you watched in the early 2000s, or the NBA that you even saw in the Big Three era. Believe that. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. When we return, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, college football bowl game right in our own backyard, Ninth edition. We have a date, and we have a time, and we're going to discuss it. And it's not just the Boca Raton Bowl. It's barbecue talk as well because we're getting into Memorial Day. So don't say I've never done anything for you. I'm going to help you get informed about how to be at the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Okay, I'm giving you plenty of heads-up notice about this, but I'm also helping you not embarrass yourself on the grill this weekend because Doug Mosley is the executive director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl and just happens to be a barbecue connoisseur. Whether he's making it, whether he's judging it, he competed on a barbecue circuit, the man knows what he's doing. So listen up, take notes and don't embarrass yourself in front of your family to a point they don't want to look at you or speak to you after Memorial Day weekend. You're welcome. Doug Mosley, Executive Director, RiffClaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl. When we return, he's still in the Bano. Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN
0: 106.3. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport.
1: It is that time of year again where we find out When the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl is going to be, the news has dropped. And as we welcome in the executive director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, Doug Mosley. Doug, we're back to a little bit of a familiar place for this game. We went a little morning action, a little pre-noon kickoff last year. And now we're back under the bright lights. We are back in prime time, not to mention... It's pre-Christmas once again. So uh, we've been there. We've done that. We've switched this thing around a little bit. But uh, this is right back where it started. Primetime, standalone ESPN, under the lights at FAU Stadium.
4: That's right. The Tuesday before Christmas. We've been there seven of the previous nine years. You know, the, the quirks of the calendar some years makes it to where the schedule's compressed. And we one year we were on that ABC TV slot on a... Uh, Saturday afternoon and of course last year we took that lead spot on a Saturday morning but now with the calendar more in our favor we're back in our regular spot that we kind of consider our traditional spot I guess you would say 7 p.m. on uh, Tuesday, December 20th, and uh, again, we'll air on ESPN, which is where we've been eight of the nine
1: years. Yep, and so uh, what everybody needs to continue to do is check out theboqueratonebowl.com, theboqueratonebowl.com. Get all your information, roofclaim.com, boker Bowl. It's going to be December 20th, 7 p.m., FAU Stadium. Of course, on ESPN, right here on ESPN 106.3. But, man, we love seeing all of the community out there, all of our fine partners out there every single year year and it, it, it's funny I, I was a couple of weeks ago doug asked ken do you know when the when the game's gonna be do you know when the bowl game's gonna be that's that's how much of a a certainty this has become a tradition that this has become a household entity this has become in this area at nine years ago this game didn't exist and now i've got people asking me in early may hey do you know the, the the date of the game yet i think that's a testament to you and everybody that's that's put a lot of effort into this game building it what it's become
4: well, I agree, and you know, I get that question like early January, even. <laughs> and I tell them, you know, you have to wait till the NFL schedule drops because you know it's it's done as a whole across all the bowl games, and of course, some share stadiums with uh, NFL teams, and that, and they have to wait till that schedule goes first. But you know, we're we're very fortunate; we've got a beautiful stadium at FAU Stadium. I just think it's one of the elite stadiums of its size in the nation. Um, it's, you know, it's just, it's one of those things, Ken, you know, I tell people, you know, what makes our game successful you know with the teams that want to come down here. And I'm like, look, when you start with our beaches and palm trees and Florida sunshine, I just try not to screw it up from there. <laughs> you know, add into that a great venue, great places to stay. Who does not want to be in Palm Beach County in December? Um, it's just, it's a great time to be here. We try and make sure that we give them enough events for the teams that they have a great time with while they're here. But we don't try to overburden them with some. And, uh, and then the other comment that I always come away hearing from the teams after the, their bowl week's over is how much they appreciate the involvement of the community. You know, almost every one of our events is open to the public.
1: And uh, as we talk with Doug Mosley, he is the executive director of the RoofClaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl. In the last couple of years, I mean, look at some of what this game has ultimately been involved in or is now uh, inextricably linked to. You've got Lane Kiffin, two-time Boca Raton Bowl winner, head coach, Florida Atlantic. He played in a New Year's Day bowl game with Ole Miss last season. Uh, Matt Rule, who is the head coach of of Temple, is now – An NFL head coach with the Carolina Panthers. He's been a part of this game. Uh, Of course, uh, Zach Wilson, who was the number two overall draft pick, brought BYU in, beat up on UCF. Now a starting quarterback with the New York Jets. And of course, last year, you saw an all-time college football record go down. Touchdown passes. Western Kentucky came rolling through. And so this game has had its fair share of history, or at least is linked to some of the biggest aspects of the sport now.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say that. And, you know, Zach Wilson, incredible two years ago, and my only regret with that game was, is, you know, we were under pandemic restrictions and we could only have so people in the stadium. I just wish they could have seen the quality quarterback that he was. And yep. of course, you know, the team that BYU had, they they were outstanding. But then you come into last year, Bailey Zappi is on the precipice of breaking two NCAA career records, and. Everybody in the stadium knows what he's going to do, right? There's there's no secret as to what the offensive coordinator is telling his quarterback to do. And there was no stopping right. him. He was on a beam last year. And, you know, it's like our game is just known for offenses. I think probably the one game that we had that really wasn't kind of a, you know, beating up the scoreboard was probably year two when we played the driving rainstorm. So – Every year, it seems like that we've had amazing offensive
5: performances out
1: there. Uh, so again, seven p.m. December twentieth, the Tuesday before Christmas. It's theroofclaim.com. Boca Raton Bowl. Check out thebocaratonbowl.com. Thebocaratonbowl.com. Now, one thing I did notice here, Doug, is the conference affiliations it's typically been conference USA the american athletic conference that have been involved as far as affiliates are concerned but now you've not only got the american and conference USA and the mac has been involved as well the mac is still part of it but now the mountain west appears and the sunbelt appears and independence appears so it seems like the scope of the game the target for teams has expanded here as well
4: yeah that's really been because of the popularity of the pressure exerted upon, um, you know, the folks in our company when they get the calls from the schools, and, you know, it's, it's a whole long list of them. They're just looking to get into the game. We were very fortunate that two years ago we had the opportunity to bring in an independent at BYU. And then last year we had our first Sunbelt team was at App State. And, he uh, you know, they were pretty doggone good. They just ran into a buzzsaw <laughs> in Western Kentucky and Bailey's Happy. But it, It has long been a discussion point for us. I mean, any bowl game, when you you can have the backs, the most important thing you can have is your conference affiliations because then you know you're going to have teams, you're going to have a game. And, you know, we've expanded that because of the popularity of the game, the location, the date, um, the teams that want to be here, the quality teams. They know they're going to get to play another really good team and it's going to be a notable bowl game. Our TV rating has always been outstanding. Typically, we've won the day for cable sports on the day we played on. So we've expanded it. And, and, you know, Ken, I almost kind of say to people, we're just about to take anybody that will play before Christmas. Because that's one thing. We have to be located before Christmas just because of how our season unfolds and the way that we can get uh, team headquarters hotels for teams and bands and bands and that. But, uh, yeah, we've got the entire group of five. We have agreements with all of them. We have agreements with uh, several of the independents. And the ability to, you know, whatever we need to swing those around, we can.
1: Just like with anything, word travels, and now college football knows that the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl is top-notch. We've called it the premier pre-Christmas bowl game, and there's a reason, because, well, it is, and now that you've got teams that are clamoring to be a part of it, if they can qualify, then I think that is pretty set in stone, that's proof. Executive Director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, Doug Mosley, here with us on Ken Live. Alive. Uh, don't forget, December 20th, 7 p.m., FAU Stadium, the Boca Raton. Of course, it's going to be on ESPN and right here on ESPN 106.3. Now, what some don't know about you, Doug, is that you're also our barbecue insider here on Ken Levick Live. (laughs) You know your way around the grill. You've judged barbecue contests before, and we have an extended Memorial Day weekend. And uh, obviously, keeping in mind uh, the purpose of the weekend, it also is a major opportunity to get out. Fire up the grills, especially for some of our friends up north for the first time in quite some time. What would be uh, if you were to pick a meat that you're focusing on to throw on the grill to barbecue this weekend? What's Doug Mosley going with? So, let me preface
4: that by saying I I found an incredible deal on a prime grade brisket last weekend, and so I made that last weekend. Because that might have been what I've been going with this weekend. If I I didn't still have some of those leftovers, I was hanging on. Um, You know what? I mean, look, everybody talking about, you know, the increase in grocery prices and all that and everything. But there's still great deals out there on chicken. And I found some, and, and, you know, if you get the right, you you know, you typically don't want to get a fryer. You want to get more of a roasting hen or something like that. And to be honest with you, when I was competing on the barbecue circuit, in the uh, in the circuit, the, the KCBS circuit, we have to do brisket, chicken, and pork. Chicken was always the tough one. That's the real mm-hmm. challenge for anybody when it comes. And I'm not talking just grilling; I'm talking about you know smoking and that because you'll dry it out. You know, you'll grind it to sawdust and that. So I'm thinking I'm going to step up my game this weekend and get back and do some some chicken dishes. Just simply because I see a good price on them, and it's always fun to do that.
1: How, what advice would you give to someone who wants to go the chicken route like you, but they are concerned about drying that chicken out? They're used to maybe a pork or a beef, uh, and now they're sort of switching lanes here. What would you recommend to make sure that they're getting a moist barbecued chicken?
4: First of all, don't pass on fryers. Get get a good roasting hen. Okay. Um, if, if you've got a capon, because that's what we usually used on the circuit was uh, capons. Um. If you need to brine it, brine it. If you have any questions, you know, you think maybe it might tend to dry out. Watch your internal temps like a hawk. Okay. Uh, there's plenty of, of good equipment out there nowadays where you can, you know, remotely watch your. Inter- it's not like you got to stand there and look at a at a, a temperature gauge up, <laughs> just outside the grill anymore. Um, but those, and then use a, a good uh, rub that goes with it, and, and baste it, you know, if you feel like you got to.
1: Man, he knows There'll bowl games. Bowl. He knows bowl games. He knows barbecue. And uh, he, he, he just knows what he's talking about. He's a man of the people. He's Doug Mosley, executive director, roofclaim.com, Booker at Tone Bowl, December 20, 7 p.m., FAU Stadium. And I assure you, you're going to be hearing a ton about it here now that we have a date and we have a time and we're moving forward and we're getting ready for the premiere pre-Christmas bowl game on the college football bowl schedule. Doug Mosley, executive director, thanks as always. Thanks for having some fun with us. I appreciate it and congratulations. Doug. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. See you there. Alright, so uh, there you have it. The RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, December 20th, 7pm FAU Stadium. Also, I the, you have a decision to make this weekend when it comes to grilling, right? I, I'm i not good enough to go the chicken route. My mom, Joyce, she makes great great chicken on the grill. It's moist, it's good. Me, that thing's Coming out, uh, coming out dry. I can see it. You could just pick it off. It's it's just not good. Like I, I'm staying with beef. I I'm more of a I'm more of just like a, a burgers, hot dogs guy. I'm really not. I love eating ribs, but making ribs, dicey, dicey. Anything super advanced, like I can make a damn good bratwurst on the grill. <laughs> I'm gonna soak that in beer. I'm gonna saute the peppers, saute the onions, break out a bunch of different mustards. Let's get after it. But when it comes to the more advanced level stuff, that's just not me. That's not well. Me. I mean, ribs sometimes take days. Like you have to, prep yeah, them but, the day before. But, you know, like, okay, I, I get that. Yeah, but I mean, you can season the ribs and and get the ribs ready to go the day before. That's not the issue. It's the actual execution of prepare uh, uh, of 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 uh, the, th- the grill, the heat with the ribs that are the major problem with me. Steak, all right, I can do that. I can handle that. But uh I'm more burgers and, and and tubed meats, if you will. Uh, you you seem like a grill guy. Like you're taking a you seem like a portable grill guy, actually.
2: Like a charcoal piece uh, you can bring to the sandbar. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, that happens quite frequently. Yeah. And that's probably what I'd assume will happen this weekend and yeah. in, in the extra day that we do get. But I don't know if I would consider myself a portable grill guy. I, I'm a I'm a big blacktop fan. I like the flat the flat sure. hibachi style. Sure. Been rocking with those lately, but uh, not a portable now,
1: grill guy. I do know some people that are, if you have a gas grill, like they're going to judge you. Yeah, it's got to be charcoal. It's got to be a charcoal grill. I, I don't know what, those guys. What are you, guys. soft? I don't know those guys. Though. I grew up in a different era. A different <laughs> era where for a while it was just charcoal. There was no such thing as a, as a gas grill. Okay? I'm that old. I'm that old. But I don't see the difference. No. I, like oh it it, it it tastes better you got to get that that smoky taste I don't care I don't care just make sure the meat's warm and I'm good and 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 a little bit uh, if it's beef a little pink oh yeah a little pink got to go I usually do like a medium rare medium rare same thing with the burgers right there with you yeah and uh, you know with the ribs I just need them moist chicken on the grill only a certain type of person that can get that done only that's, a certain that, type of person that's true that takes skill but I don't think that I've ever encountered a man or a woman. Oh, man, it's not charcoal. Uh All right, you wimp. All right, let's ask. Let's ask. So what's on the (laughs) grill this weekend? And I want to make sure, because sometimes people get all up in arms about this. Memorial Day weekend is to make sure that we are paying homage to those who have sacrificed their lives for this nation. I understand that. And uh, I hope that you take the time to think about that and to process that um, uh, as long as you feel you need to, I will be doing the same. Stone will be doing the same. Okay, Good. So now I want to discuss what's what's on the grill this weekend. What are you preparing? What have you bought? I mean, Doug Mosley was talking about brisket. Great deal on brisket. He bought it a week ago. A week ago. Uh, he gave you the tips on chicken, but I'm curious. What are you grilling? What are you grilling this weekend? Memorial Day weekend, three-day weekend. Weather's supposed to be pretty nice. Stone's headed out to the sandbar. Start life, bro. That's what he does. Mm. What are you grilling this weekend? And are you morally opposed to a gas grill? Are you morally opposed to a gas griller? Are you one of those people that it's charcoal or nothing? What are you grilling, and is it charcoal or gas? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, that's 888-760-3776, because again, I am not going to, to judge if it's just burgers and tubed meats, because for me, burgers and bratwurst, that's probably the extent of it, because that's what I'm comfortable with. I don't need to define my life, I don't need to define my existence by how elaborate I can get on the grill. I'll save that for people that take a little bit more pride in that aspect, that that, that know how to do it, that are not going to disappoint people around them when they take the grill. I know I can handle the simple things, so I might as well continue to work at the simple things as opposed to spread my grilling horizons, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Some people just need to be that guy. Right, some people need to pull up with the whole
2: slate of goods, you know, and they're like, "Man, here goes Steve again. Every year he it's goes crazy."
1: Steve just just killing it,
2: man. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't need to be that. No. I'm with you on, on on the simpleness and just uh, doing what you're good at and what you've mastered throughout the years. Yeah.
1: So so what are you grilling this weekend? What are you grilling this weekend? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And in the debate between charcoal and gas. Where do you sit on that? And do you find those who use a gas grill repulsive? Because I know people like that. They're weird, but this is a legitimate thing. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. When we return, Mike Tannenbaum, our football insider, former Dolphins, Bots, Jets boss. We're talking some football. We're going to get it in before the end of the week. He is Stone Labanowicz. Friday Night Lights, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
5: La, 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 la,
0: la, la, la. from the anajar and levine studios in downtown west palm beach you are listening to ken Lavicka live on espn 1063 we're presented by the fau nba sport management
1: program visit fau.edu slash nba sport every week we are joined by mike tannenbaum our football insider here on ken Lavicka live we just saw him on sports center he's busy He's headed into Memorial Day weekend, the former Jets general manager, former Dolphins vice president of player uh, football operations, and he joins us here on this Friday. Mike, before we uh, actually talk football here, I'm curious, are you a grill guy?
5: Yeah, you know, I'm pretty good. I would say like, you know, probably a third or fourth rounder solid you could win with they're certainly better out there but <laughs> nice can get you through the day
1: all right all right Mike. what what are you grilling this weekend do you have anything on tap is this something you just sort of decide on right beforehand where are we going this weekend
5: yeah we'll probably do like some uh steaks and uh i do salmon you know pretty good again i would say oh. like my my grilling skills can are a work in progress but but solid
1: I'm telling you though, if you're if you're doing salmon on the grill, like you're, that's like second round ability. I do think that if we're if we're projecting, like that's almost second round stuff. That's really good stuff. Mike Tannenbaum with us here uh, on Ken Levick alive. So uh, I I heard that you got into a little bit of a disagreement with Dan Orlovsky about Aaron Rodgers not being at OTAs, and you thought that it would be good for the Packers if Aaron Rodgers was there because there's been such turnover at the wide receiver position. Uh, Lamar Jackson is taking flack. It doesn't sound like John Harbaugh is thrilled that Lamar Jackson's not at OTAs. Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk, went at Lamar Jackson yesterday. Lamar Jackson responded this morning. Where do you stand on Lamar not being at at OTAs with the Ravens?
5: You know, generally speaking, I think it's important for quarterbacks to be there. They're your CEO. There's The two most important positions uh, in a football organization are the head coach and uh, quarterback. And, Look, I understand not putting yourself in harm's way just in terms of risk of injury, obviously, but you could be there and certainly send you know, the right message to your teammates that you know, this is important and this is an opportunity to get better.
1: With the Dolphins and Jets, when you would have players, and I mean notable players, guys you were expecting were going to be major contributors, and they didn't head to OTAs, would you check in on them to make sure that they were getting work in? How did you handle that when the situation arose?
5: Yeah, absolutely. The position coach, the strength coach—you you certainly want to check in with players, Ken, because really, what you you don't want any surprises whatsoever especially, as you mentioned, for critical positions.
1: Here with Mike Tannenbaum, former Jets general manager, Dolphins VP, football operations, and he is our football insider here on Ken Live. Alive. Uh, Colin Kaepernick getting a tryout with the Las Vegas Raiders. All uh, accounts are that it went well. He doesn't have a contract. But do you think that this opens the door to, to more workouts for him and the potential that he's in the league this year? Or do you think, do you think that, that that ship has sailed?
5: Um It's a real positive they got a workout. Typically, uh, Ken, when a player gets a workout, you know, subsequent workouts are to follow. So, you know, maybe there's more to come. But, um, you know, by all accounts, he's been a really good player when he's played. It's been a minute since he's played. But, like, for example, I think he can go to Carolina and wind up being the starting quarterback there.
1: Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Uh, just from a larger scale, when I was covering the Dolphins, I mean, random days during training camp or even during the season, typically it was it was Tuesdays on the off day. Be like, hey, this guy's coming in for a workout. This guy's coming in for a workout. How does the front office organize those? What is that communication like? How does that come to be when someone comes in for uh, a workout, uh, starting around training camp?
5: Yeah, you know, team building is a never ending pursuit, and you're always looking at the best players out there compared to your roster, and you want to bring them in to either sign them right away, Ken, or to think about, hey, um, you know, if player X or Y goes down, like who, who's next? So, you know, most teams are doing that throughout the summer. You're talking to agents, who's available, who's coming off of injury. You know, that's part of uh, you know running a team, and, and your pro personnel department for the most part will handle that.
1: I want to finish with this: uh, the Patriots say that Mac Jones is in the best shape of his life. My analysis of that is, and I have nothing against Mac Jones, but when you're going to your second year in the NFL, uh, I would would hope that you're in the best shape of your life. Is that really notable news coming out of New England, or is that just sort of throwing it out there to feed the fan base?
5: Yeah, you know, that's one of those axioms, like when you hire a new offensive coach, they're going to say, well, now we're going to put our players in the best position to be successful. When you hire a defensive coach, Ken, they're going to bring more pressure on the quarterback. And, you know, when you talk about your quarterbacks, they're in the best shape of their life. Those are just three things you can always count on in the off season, And the truth will come out over 17 games uh, in the fall.
1: Mike, awesome stuff. Enjoy the uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, really appreciate it, and uh, good luck on the grill. I'm, I am, uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> certainly fascinated. I like it. I like your your boldness on the grill. So have a great uh, weekend. Real quick too, uh, just tell us a little bit about Greco Chevy if you could.
5: Yeah, they're 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 not only great on the grill, but they're great selling cars. <laughs> Greco Chevrolet, conveniently located on Federal Highway, Delray Beach. Ron and staff do an incredible job, Ken. Uh, New cars, certified pre-owned, used cars. It's a great car-buy experience. Great value. Greco Chevrolet, Federal Highway, Delray Beach.
1: All right, Mike Tannenbaum, appreciate you. That is Mike Tannenbaum, our football insider here on Ken Levick Live. Uh, I want to real quick, because when when we get into the weekend, Stone, have you seen how warm it's supposed to be this weekend? I've not seen it yet. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. The last thing that, that Stone's going to want when he goes out to the sandbar with this portable grill and uh, grills up some some tube meats and says salt life to his bros every five minutes yes. is come back home to a broken AC. You've been out in the heat all day, been out in the sun all day. If you come home and your AC's busted, that's going to ruin the experience. It's going to ruin the weekend. It's I'd not go good. good. A hotel or something. Exactly, and that sucks. You don't want to do that. That's why you need to make sure that the AC is good to go. There's no better time than now. Make sure your AC is right because it is hot and it is uncomfortable and it is EDS air conditioning. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. Starting to feel like the house is a little warm, the condo is a little warm, the apartment's a little warm, the business is a little warm. Uh Uh-oh, there might be a problem. Oh, but it's a holiday. What are we going to – it's okay. They're going to be there for you, okay? Don't think because it's Memorial Day weekend – That EDS isn't there for you. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Been doing it since 2006, and they try to work appointment times around you. That's rare. That's rare because, as you know, in a lot of different industries, if they have to come to the home and fix something, you're hella hostage a lot of times. It gets real, real rough. And so EDS Air Conditioning trying to uh, buck that reputation in the AC industry, and they do a really good job of it. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. So this also is a weekend, Stone, where uh, are the Heat going to play Game 7? We don't know. But I do know that there's racing this weekend. Now, am I the biggest racing fan? The answer to that is no. But do I try to make the Indy 500 appointment viewing? The answer to that is yes. As you should. I've been to the Indy 500 multiple times in my life. It is truly the racing spectacle. No offense to you NASCAR fans in Daytona, but I'll take the Indy 500. I'll take that speed, 232 miles an hour. I'll take hundred, uh, 150,000 people in Speedway, Indiana any day of the week. I love the Brickyard. I love me some Indy 500. I'll be tuned into the Indy 500, but I'm also a new F1 fan, and there's Monaco this weekend as well, which is the Indy 500 of F1, which is the Daytona 500 of F1. And I'm going to try and catch both, but if I miss Monaco, I'm not going to be sad because this, for me, the Indy 500, that's the sporting event of Memorial Day weekend. Sure, Heat Game 7, but on a yearly basis, what I know, I don't miss an Indy 500. I, I, I am into it. Jimmy Johnson is racing in the Indy 500. Oh, He's an Indy car baby. rookie. Let's go. I'm into this. I can't wait for the Indy 500. You just still have a fist pump, too. Oh, that was nice. That how was could nice. you not be into the Indy 500, uh, even if you're not a big Indy car fan. No,
2: I hear you. I definitely hear you. I'm definitely leaning towards F1, though. I'm a big you're fan. You're leaning towards F1 in, over the in, Indy 500. And in, in watching the Netflix docuseries Why drive. Why
1: don't you move to Europe, Stone? I wish
2: I could. I wish I could be so laid up in up. my bikini up there on that top deck like they are over Monaco, yeah. overlooking the ocean. There aren't and many stuff.
1: yachts in Speedway, Indiana. Been there. There's a really nice Dairy Queen next to the Speedway. <laughs> Other than that, not a ton. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: see, that's kind. Of, and I've also been watching the Netflix docu series uh, F1 Drive to Survive, which is also getting me right into it. There's a lot of drama going on right now. So Monaco means a lot for a lot of drivers. So I'll peep. I'll check it out.
1: All right. See what and, we got. So, I'll. you know what we'll do? Fine. Since your allegiance is split, I'm a true red-blooded American. I'll watch the Indy 500. And I'll report back on Tuesday. You watch your little fancy, prancy Monaco F1 race. I mean, I'll probably try and give it a glance, too. Yes, you will. But I'm going to prioritize the Indy 500. But you report back on your little fancy Euro Monaco race. That okay? sounds good. All right. That sounds good. I fly out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you're actually headed to Monaco. You're actually going to be on a yacht. Yes, got it, got it, perfect. Uh, I'll believe that when I see it. Uh, real quick, want to tell you about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. There are Memorial Day deals at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, so make sure that you get out there. Make sure that you take advantage and make sure that you experience the best possible car buying experience that you're going to find at Greenway Key at West Palm Beach. GreenwayKey at You can check out the selection beforehand, but they are going to help you out. Find the car you're looking for, the dependable Kia you're looking for, and they have a credit clinic on site. Bank reps right there to help you through the process. Don't waste any more time. If you have a car issue, if you're ready to make a change, Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, and they want to make sure you're going to be a forever customer. They have your back. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, greenwaykiawestpalmbeach.com. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Whew. Give us that pump up speech. One more. That's That's Stone, it. do you have the guts? You're damn right I do. You know what, Stone? I might have 15% of them, but I have the guts too. Jimmy? Kyle, Max, PJ, Tyler. Show the hell up. Take a deep breath and fight through it. Grate your teeth. Tonight is game seven. We'll worry about Sunday on Sunday. Have a great weekend. Go Heat. He's going. I'm Ken. By.